Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me today. This is the Spicy Pecan Podcast. Have you ever had a dream that that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could. Thank you guys for checking out another episode of the Spicy Pecan Podcast. I am so excited to introduce my guest this week. She's going to go over some news with us, and then we're going to get into some viewer questions. Her name is Kendra Crump. Kendra Crump. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to call her Ken the Comedian. She's from Atlanta. She is hilarious, and you guys are definitely going to enjoy the show. I also wanted to give a special shout out to the woman who designed this shirt. It is so dope. <clears throat> I'm going to try to take a picture of it um, so that you guys can also support Kirsten of Roll Up and Paint. And she was such a dope vendor. She sat there. She spoke to me for a little bit. I'm going to um, work to get her on the show, but she is an awesome local artist. You can find her, like I said, at Roll Up and Paint on IG. All right. So we are joined by Ken, the comedian. Ken, how you doing today? I am well. How are you? I'm over here writing uh, prison letters to these famous uh, murderers. I got Wikipedia pages. So I hope they answer. How are you? <laughs> Not the murderers now. Yeah, <laughs> Not you know, the murderers. Like, like, we gotta have standards here, baby. Come yeah, on now. Listen, listen, the regular celebrities don't want to hear me. So maybe these uh these these uh Wikipedia page murderers are gonna listen to me. I'm shout out to Larry Hoover. I'm writing you right now. <laughs> I know he listens to your podcast. <laughs> you went straight to the damn top. Wow. Wow. We ain't slouching here. Okay. All right. Well, give Larry my love. I will when I go see him. I'll shout you out. We're going to send you a picture. <laughs> so, so your full name is Kendra Crump. You are a comedian. Mm-hmm. What area are you in? Atlanta, Georgia. All right. So, um, and you have a podcast, correct? I do. The Kendra Crump Show. I've had it since July 2019. You are more than welcome to come on for everybody else. Um, just Listen, subscribe to, to me as, as you do with this lovely uh, podcast who has 100,000 listeners. So I'm trying to get like you one day. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm trying to catch up to your ass. <laughs> so um, how's life in Atlanta? Because what I heard was, you know, as far as COVID goes, y'all haven't been paying in no mind anyway. Um, yeah, I, I've been uh, going to work and coming home. You know, I don't try to be like everybody else because I learned as I, as time progressed, I don't like people like I thought I did when I was a child. Um, now people are just blah to me. So I just, uh, I move with my own beat. But yeah, uh, they're trying to mandate certain things. So I do what I want. I'm like, okay, mandate these nuts. That's how I am. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, you're hilarious. So um, we'll just jump right into it. I did want to, you know, just get into some light news. And then we are actually going to answer some questions, um, viewer questions that we've gotten along the way. We'll answer them together. And I think that that's going to be a lot of fun. Um, So speaking of COVID, do you have children? I got a cat. The one that flies at people says meow. Yeah, I have a cat. I have a cat, too. What what, what, uh, breed is your cat? How old is uh, your cat? uh, She's a black cat. I'm guessing that's her breed. I just call her black. Did you find um, her randomly at the like pound or so? She she's probably like seven pounds. No, no, like at the pound. Did you find her at the pound? Oh, I actually adopted her from a woman who was in a domestic violence situation. So she has to get rid of her. And Haley was one of like 16 cats. This woman has started in the house. No, no, no. They were living on a farm. She had started a rescue. But the thing, the crazy part is that's that's how the that's how the situation started. He lured her in to a situation where he moved her out into the woods and wasn't really around family or friends and all that. Told her she could start a nonprofit to save mm-hmm. cats because she has such a passion. Um, and um started, you know, abusing her. Mm. So and when the I'm, cats never beat up the, you know, sometimes cats will fight. Like the cats never beat up the guy. You know what? Maybe they might have gotten him a, a few times. I got luckily for me. I Haley's very tame. She's timid. You know, she wasn't with the group. You know, she's kind of like us. She wasn't, you know, in the flock. Um, so she's kind of quiet and stuff like that. But I'm hey, you never know. <clears throat> my my cat my cat's kind of the same. Tony is um she she's a wuss she allowed a bird to come in the house and she backed up and ran off 
Like, bro, the bird is in your territory, freaking wuss. But yeah, to answer your question, I don't have kids. That's a, I'm trying to get some kids with rapper the game, but he don't want to respond back. So I feel like J.C. Terrell Taylor is listening to this podcast as well. So you need to respond back to my DM. Listen, you. now you're missing your mark. You need to go after Nick Cannon since he's spraying like, like, like a garden hose. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he has his hose in check, but he might. He didn't <laughs> respond back to my text that I sent him when I got his number. He popping so. babies out left and right. That's the avenue you need to go because that boy mm-hmm. is doing it. Um, but anyway, no, I was asking about the kids because I know everybody's getting back to school and vaccines and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. How do you feel about, you know, vaccinations and all of that? I've been vaccinated. Have you been vaxxed? Of course not. Um, when when the Lord wants me to go, I will go. Uh, that's my answer. I'm gonna give you as my honest answer, which I might not be a guest back on the show. But you like realness, so I might be a guest. Listen, back on the my show. policy is: if you're not gonna get vaccinated, just wear the mask. You know what I mean? It's like I mean, free willy to me, I think it's just totally crazy. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, the vaccine's not for everybody, and I've said that. You know, just wear your mask. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's to each his own in that in that subject. I just, I guess for me, I just, I feel like every two years, if you think about it, every two years they come out with some type of new thing, either a hoax or whatever. When I say that, I'm talking about the government, you know, the white man, whatever you want to call it. And they just want to scare people off. And I was reading reports. There was a, um, it got sent to me, a Southwest uh, flight attendant uh, not too long ago, maybe about a week or so ago had died he got a second dose of you know the, the vaccine and then he had had died i'm like wow like I, you know that was supposed to save you you know i've always thought that once you get the vaccine you well, you know, you're right. gonna be good that's I what mean, was told to me the two things may not necessarily have anything to do with each other we don't know that he could have got shot in the head for all we know and the story was manipulated or the way i see that is I mean, one person dying of a vaccine out of all the other millions of people that was bound to happen. Like, I would assume there's going to be a certain amount of people that it's not it's going to have some type of reaction to just like, you know, anything else. Oh, no, of course. Like like I said, anything is possible. And I think one day the truth will be revealed. But I like to do as much research as possible uh, before. And what uh, truth? The, the, truth, the origin um, or the va- you you just think the vaccine is total bogus. I think th- this entire all of these these viruses that they come out with every two years that they say is going to get rid of us. Like, like, you know, I, I just I feel like at some point you have got to say, hold up, let me take a step back. It, it's so amazing. how I don't it's, know. COVID comes out and then all of a sudden, like two months later, you already have like this vaccination. What about the what about cancer? Nobody has a vaccination for that. Nobody well, has a vaccination. Well, first of all, I mean, to, out of people's lives, to just know? clear up, they were working on these technologies before. You know, mm-hmm. we have seen strains like COVID. So this stuff, but they weren't putting the dollars that they were putting in. And then all of a sudden, since it was a worldwide thing everyone was putting in dollars. So yeah, you can make anything happen if you have almost every country in the world affected by it, everybody's going to be working on it. Um I mean <laughs> me, I've never I don't take the flu shot. I'm not big on taking aspirin. I don't none of that. I don't play none of that. But I'm also a germaphobe and I don't like getting regular people's colds. You know what I mean? I never liked any of that stuff. And to me, like, I just got sick of it. Like, I wanted to go outside (laughs) and I wanted to do it without thinking that I could possibly because I live with people. So for me and, you know, they're older than me. So Mm -hmm. I I don't know what people do in their lives, but you ain't getting it from me. Got you. Because I'd be done jumped off. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just I don't even know how I would feel if I knew that I gave it to someone and they had some crazy reaction. No, of course, of course, you know, and, and, and that definitely would, would make you feel like, man, I could have, you know, definitely did something different with the, you know, precautions or uh, prepare for a lot better. But let me, let me ask you this question that is say, they say, okay, I have seen signs to say, okay, only, you know, don't wear your mask if you've been vaccinated, but you, there are still places where they still want you to wear your mask and have all this extra precaution. I'm like, so what was the point of the shot? If we got to still do all this type of stuff. You know, to not think about like this, if COVID is as bad as because as we, even though we're not going to get hurt, we can still pass the shit. Mm-hmm. So they're saying like, yo, be respectful. Even though you got the vaccine, 
and you can still pass it though. Like you're straight, but just do it for your fellow man. You know what I mean? Like that's more of why they're doing that. Me, Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, if I'm outside, I really don't wear it. I mean, I guess it's going to start to get a little crazier, but. It is. Um, they're, they're, they're warning us now to, to make sure, like, we're about to shut the world down so you can't have an excuse. They're warning you now. That's why yeah. I literally, like I said, I go to work, I come home, and if I only travel when either A, um, I'm doing a podcast because a lot of people aren't, you know, smart like you. They don't want to be remote. So I got to go to them. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Uh, anyway, or B, I'm like, hey, I've never been to this city before. Let me just uh, take a road trip. I'm kid free. I can just do it. You know, that's so. my guilty pleasure too. Definitely. So, um, further in the news, uh, they've been talking about like this crazy eviction crisis. Do you know anyone that's been uh, affected by that? You know, anyone that was like borderline thinking that they was about to get kicked out of their spot or anything like that? Yeah, that, that was me. I've been couch surfing my entire life. Um, but other than me, uh, <laughs> other than me, um, Nobody else has actually told me. Some people like to keep things to themselves, right. which I'm like, come on, now we show our boobs to each other. How? Come on, we're, we're, we're bosom buddies now. But no, I have not. But I will tell you this. I have noticed that a lot of these um, places, like these little like leasing offices, they'll take your application fee, never call you. Mm. I've noticed that. I've, had to, I've applied so many times. I'm like, guys, come on now. It's me. I have great credit. What more do you want? pay my bills on time call call the credit card company as well okay so what yeah that, that's want? definitely illegal and you you might you might own a few property management companies and not even know it <laughs> like don't even call me back like at all and i'm like didn't realize actually that was illegal i thought that's just like it's one of those things like you know how you send submitting an application in hey i want to get on your podcast you don't have to you know even respond back to them that's why i'm thinking uh, it's probably the same yeah, no the hud the like HUD is a government division and they oversee all that shit with property management companies. If you see that little, that little HUD sign that they all have to have. um, Yeah. You, you might own an apartment complex technically. You just so, have to put the well, paperwork this, this in. Is a, this, is a, a, this was like a trailer park, which was like a pretty cool trailer park and everything else like that, you know. And I was like, okay, let me go ahead and submit it in. I kept calling the woman's like, just like you can't even reach her really. Like I'm like, why you might as well just take your number off, you know, Google.com yeah. because apparently you you're not you're not ever there. You know, always saying that you're in this place, not like you know stuff like that. So you know what, I might actually can do the lawsuit. Appreciate it. That uh, trailer park crowd is a tough crowd. I don't know if you want to be out there. Um, you know, the, the houses were like when person when a person showed me the inside. I'm like, wow, so it's like a little mini mansion. Okay, you know what? I have been when I went to North Carolina as a kid. It was North Carolina or South Carolina. I can't remember which. Um, but they had these things called double wides, and mm-hmm. yo, these things were lit inside. They have fireplaces and all kinds of stuff. You would never think it was a trailer. Like in a million years, they're gorgeous, but don't let a hurricane or a tornado come because that thing going bye-bye. Well, you know what? They don't really, you know, come off, they be everywhere. That's true. That's true. Um, But you know what? I I, I was like, when someone mentioned a trailer park, it's like, you know, of course, when you, you know, a trailer park, I'm thinking like, um, Curse Carly Dog. I don't know if that was a trailer park, but it seemed scary. Like the whole premise was scary. So I'm like, oh my goodness, like what if they have stuff growing in the backyards I've never seen before? I don't know. That's what I thought, you know. Yeah. But they act I'm like, don't sleep on trailer parks now. That's right. You, you gotta be careful about the tornadoes and all that other type of stuff. Cause you know, bye-bye. You know, what if Very you're taking true. a dump? That's that's kind of scary too. Just <laughs> flying in the air. <sighs> yeah. Now, very true. But um, I mentioned that because the the obviously we were going through all of the eviction, um, like the everybody was going crazy. And I just wanted to, you know, specifically shout out these legislators, Corey Bush, Maxine Waters and Ayanna, Ayanna Presley um, were leading the charge to create a resolution. And the thing is, is like when it comes to stuff like this, it always seems like black women come and save the day. Because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, really like stuff like this affects us the most. They said like 70% of black women are the primary breadwinners for their families. Hmm. 70%. I didn't even know that. I was not even aware. I thought it was men. 
No, 70% of black women are the primary breadwinners of their families. So these type of issues hit us the hardest. Um, And uh, another stat said 30% of black women, I guess they were serving, said they were behind in rent. So Mm. on the flip side of that, you know, I know there was criticism where people were like, well, people got stimulus checks and, you know, people were getting all this money over the summer and stuff like that. So what happened to that money? But they, went to, they were they were in the mall. They were Walmart buying, buying up all the TVs. I can't I can't even get can't get like a, a pretend TV for myself. Like, I want this leapfrog pad. They, they, little Bobby has seven already. Can I get one? Oh, no, I think that's like a small percentage. I feel like a lot of people are really, really scrapping to to get ahead. So if you mm-hmm. give them fifteen hundred, five thousand dollars, a lot of that is probably going to paying debt. It's not like you can ever really get ahead with just a lit one chunk of money. You know what I mean? If you've been poor all this time, I don't think one little chunk of money is going to propel you ahead. If you were doing okay, then yeah, you have a chance to be propelled ahead. But I still think a lot of people are really, really scrapping. I don't, I don't think a lot of people that were doing bad went on vacations and were buying bags and stuff like that. I think the kids, uh, people with like multiple kids were spending the money on the stuff that they needed to. Hopefully, hopefully. I guess what I was saying was like people just, just spending their money so frivolously. And I'm like, it's, that's not necessary. But then again, you can't tell people what to do with their money. But yeah. you can't complain as well when you realize I'm living on land and you haven't done nothing, you know, haven't made a business plan. People are like, God, send me money. And then God sends you money and you don't do what you're supposed to do with it. But maybe, like I said, the people who were on my page and the people I was having a conversation with, girl, I just dropped $300 at Gucci. Okay. Why are you asking me to get a discount on, on a t-shirt? Come on now. But do you think those people were already probably paying their bills and doing okay? Maybe not thriving. In a way, in a way they were, in a way. Yeah. I just, you know, I always want to believe the best. (laughs) Of course. Listen, I'm very optimistic. I expect the best to prepare for the worst. You know, I'm extremely optimistic. Like like I said, one day, you know, I'm going to walk outside and find a real $100 bill on the ground. Sorry, we have the Rough Riders riding through right now. Oh, wait, um, tell, tell, tell them, uh, I say stop, drop, open up shop. Did you yell out that? Not yet? No. Listen, were you a part of that wave when it was, like, really popping? Honey, I, when that wave came on, I wasn't allowed to listen to that music. I'm a freaking kid. I know I probably, say, I know I probably sound like I'm 40, but I'm not. <laughs> okay, because I'm 36. <clears throat> and I know when I was probably about 13, 16, that's like Rough Riders, Eve, DMX, Swiss Beats, like that yeah. whole camp was everything. Yeah, everything, I, I especially since I'm right next that. to Philly. I could not, honestly, could not listen to that. We grew up listening to gospel and old school music. I had to, let me tell you just a sad fact. A few years ago, I had to sneak and listen to Ludacris's word of mouth album. And then what? I gave a stand ovation. <laughs> Oh my God. So guess what I did? I started calling and texting people and say, hey, you you listen to Ludacris' album like Kendra, you the last one person on this earth who still has not listened to word of mouth. Yes, we listen to that. I still ain't listened to none of Jay-Z's album. But you know, I'm gonna listen one time, you know. None of them? None. Wow. I don't think I've ever listened to a Jay-Z album all the way through. Gotcha. It just didn't I've, really I've capture never, your Yeah. I'm more of a Nas, like I, I would listen to a Nas album all the way through, like as gotcha. a practice. All um, right. I got I got a real I got a fan test for you. What is your number one favorite album by him and your number one favorite song by him? Nostradamus. OK. Um, Favorite song. Uh, he he does have a, a new song. It's not new. He came out with it like two years ago, but I cannot remember the title of it. I know that he's basically talking about us as Black people getting our wealth together and buying mm-hmm. back our communities. Got you. Got um, you. That song, that song was definitely very fly. And I think it was it was him and DJ Khaled. If anybody God, I hope he, I hope he gets on your podcast one day. That's what I'm Oh my God. For. You know what though? It's a love-hate relationship with Nas because... 
I believe Khalees when she says that he hit her. Anything you know is possible. Anything, you know what? Anything is possible, number one. And that's why, number two, like I said, I have a crush on the game, but, you know, I'm not surprised if he disrespects women and probably does other things. Like, you got to realize, man, everyone he has... He, he, he seems like it, but I wouldn't be surprised if he does something that's like, wow, why would you even do that? Yeah, thing, you know? yeah. But he, that's, what the, yeah. that's what anybody... I, I, I look at, you know what? I look at people for what, you know, what they are, the, the, the face value type thing. Like, there, there are some people out there who are, who, who probably do meth on the weekends that we were like, not you, but you would ever think like that they did that. Very true. But like I said, he, he probably does, you know, with Nas, he's a phenomenal artist, but right. he probably has other, you know, skeletons yeah. in his closet that I he mean, hasn't you're Right. Supposedly, he has a drinking problem and, you know, he hits women so i mean you know, the i like i said even about even about cosby it's like you know i don't i'm not supporting cosby but i think it would be a travesty to take the show off of the the air because i know what it means it's 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 to me and that's what i'm saying man people want to sit here and cancel and ban and boycott like my i would cancel him mm-hmm. but like the artistry i think it's different I just, I, I look, you know, for me personally, th- this is how I look at it. I'm not saying what he did was right, okay? Number one. Number two, we don't know exactly the backstory of everything. Right. Um, you know, that's what I think people need to realize. People look and put these people on this high pedestal saying, oh my goodness, this is America's dead. Oh my goodness, you're this amazing oh, person. Daddy. But you don't understand. You don't know what this person is like, in all honesty. You know, and 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 the fact of the matter is, I I you know having to cancel the show. The show actually was very positive. It was a very, positive very. light for, for black people. And if you decide to take that away and you put stuff like, why is Good Time still on? That needs to be canceled. Well, well like nobody well, wants this. It's always a struggle. Classic. That's nothing but negativity. Why was James James Evans Fro looked? Let me tell you something. I was out in Daytona, right? I was on the boardwalk and it was like midday. And I saw this woman. I think she wasn't all the way there. You know, I think the wheels on her bus in the road, you know, go round and round, right? And she had a James Evans Fro. She had a bra on, okay? And she had really big old, you know, boobies. Bra on, just a bra and some leggings that had holes in it and it was bleached out her. James Evans Fro with a bald spot in the middle. Not even lying. You know, I had to kind of follow her. Anyway, back to the story. But it's like stuff like that, that that's kind of triggered me because I'm like, bro, James, why would you like you use on television for like a few years with the fro? Couldn't could even like pick it out. <laughs> Listen, what's wrong with the way it grows right out of my damn head? You know what I mean? Wait. Okay, okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. But no, I, do, I mean, there was just so many classic moments. That's how we were introduced to, you know, Janet Jackson for real. You know what I mean? No, like, that, that is, that's remember very the burn true. scene? It was a burn, right? It was a burn scene. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then um, there was so many. Yeah, th- there's just so many classic moments on that show. But yeah, I agree. I mean, the general gist of it wasn't exactly empowering. You know. I just, I don't know. I guess for me, I like to, you know, I, there was some, I'm going to tell you this. I remember there was an episode where I think Florida, she got her groove back with the, with the atheist guy. Right. And so um, he had, he basically got into Michael and was talking about how God's not real. And this was a time when I was struggling, when I was like couch surfing at like a child, as a child, like 10 years old. And so I'm like, yeah, God's not real. And I'm over here questioning my mom. No, 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 no. Child, I'm surprised I'm still alive today. But like I said, I even like <laughs> Yeah, me too. We I'm talking to a ghost. Well, so you know, but like I said, there there are classic moments in it and everything else. I just wanted them to win. It was just a struggle all the time. Yeah. You know, I like like what's happening. What's happening is cool. I just I don't really What's see happening what's was the ish. What was that girl's name? D. Tootie. Tootie. No, that's the wrong person. That, that's facts of life. I think, yeah, that's right? facts of life. What's happening was D, the little sister. Okay, I've rewatched all this stuff like Sanford and Son. I even went back to old TV like Alfred Hitchcock. I was on such a kick of like classic TV. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, no, I love all that stuff. So if you could live to be on one TV show, what would it be? One TV show. If you could live to be on one TV show, what would it be? If I could live in the show? Yes, like on the show. Yes, live in the show, on the show. 
Oh, you give me yours first. Let me think. Oh, I would live on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, the first three seasons when it was actually worth watching. Okay, I would live in the L word for obvious reasons. The L word. At all seasons. Is that I don't know that show. Is that on Netflix? Is that recent? That is that is one of that is like one of the first and only lesbian based shows that have been on television. It was pre it was Showtime. And they oh. have like little extensions of it and things like that, but there was this main show and it was kind of Did you ever hear of a show called Queer as Folk? I feel like I have. That I was like, like the pivotal gay show. This was like the baby sister of it that came some years later for lesbians, but it's like the only show that was centered around lesbians. You know what? The way that these men, these men are, I definitely should be on that show as well. You know, there are days I'm like, you know what? What's so sad? That's not what it is. It don't work like that. I know. I'm saying the way that these men are to me and the way I'm I'm about tired of these. No, we don't. No, we don't want the battered women. Okay, we don't want the ones that y'all done dated every asshole in the world. Now you want to come over here and have us try to fix and patch up your ass. No. Uh-uh. Stay over there. There's some good ones. You'll be all right. Well, let me let me let me ask you really quickly. Prior to you, um, tri- don't tell me if you believe this is true or not. Trick mm-hmm. Daddy um once said that you waited until you was 30, and now he's in his 40s. He says you waited until you was 30 years old out your mama's house to come out. Did you wait until you were out of your parents' home to come out, or they kind of like knew when mm-hmm. you was younger? Um, I didn't realize until I was out of the house. I was in very deep denial. And then when I came out, some people said, "Um, bitch, where you been? And then other people (laughs) were like, oh my God, really? We thought you were just like a player. So the first question, um, should a man have, and these are questions coming from audience. Um, She plucked some and I plucked some. Should a man have to pay child support if he never consented to having sex, the sex that resulted in the pregnancy? Mm. So this is actually a real life. He was right, right? This is a real life thing that I was actually going to do a whole podcast on. And I might still do it. But to give you a tiny bit of the backstory, um, I had a full conversation with him. He was explaining how he was just so frustrated because this girl, the baby has since been born, but at the time she was pregnant and um, about to, you know, give birth. And he was just talking about how stressful it was. And he just, I was kind of like irritated at first. Cause I'm like, you're about to have a baby. But then when he told me, he was like, it was a drunken night. He does not remember um, like anything really. And, um, he specific, like, I forgot like all the details, but he specifically, um, oh, that's what it was. They got into an argument. He was trying to leave. He went and slept in his car Mm -hmm. and she, I guess she got him out of his car. He doesn't remember any of that. And she had unprotected sex with him where they had not been having unprotected sex. And he said he Mm -hmm. didn't remember anything. And I was like, but he, very adamant he did not remember anything so at that point is it fair that someone has to be responsible for this huge responsibility when they never consented i think people need to take up do give uh do away with child support anyway uh i'm gonna keep you all the way okay let me tell you something there are some people out there child support is the spawn of satan okay like, like, I look at it like this. If the man is, like, for example, my parents, my father was on child support um, from what my mother said. Oh, he didn't pay it. Dad said he did. I, you know, I don't really know because my father's going on to yonder now. Okay, hopefully. I don't know. Back to the story. <laughs> you know, people live certain lives. Y'all know about till later on. Back to the story. So he was on child support. And here's the thing. He would come get us Friday afternoons, return us back Sunday. We were fed. We were clothed. He uh, probably didn't put some groceries in, in my mom's fridge. Okay, so 
what was the point of that child support? There are people out there like, what if he's not financially stable to pay this gentleman right here? Is not financially stable to pay the child support. Okay, they will. They will. If you're on back child support, they suspend your license. You go to jail. How do you to pay uh, child support? They in jail. That like is I said, crazy. I never understood that one. To, to me, to me, I honestly believe that they there should be other ways on. And then on top of that, you don't know if that woman's actually doing with the money that she that you've given her. You, don't, you can't, it's not like you uh, can have a camera on the piece of money to see what is, you know, you're doing with it. Some people say, oh, I need $10,000 for child support. For what? There are plenty, like, child don't need all that. Yeah. I'm just saying, I think to me, to answer your question, the answer should be no. I also believe that you, people need to take a black man off child support uh, or just take men off child support, period. I, I think to me, it's like, it's other ways. If he is in that child's life, why should he have to pay child support? Even if he's not in a child's life, there's nothing that you can do about that. You can't find him. He's off the grid now. That's my, I know it seems like, like irrational. And I know you probably got guests like thinking, well, where the hell did she find this lady? But I'm keeping it real. I am going to get asked that question. <laughs> Kendra. And if you guys got a problem, you can come holler at me and my DMs. Okay. Run it up. Then. Um, I mean, as far as, as far as the situation, it's tough. Um, if he truly did not consent, I feel like he shouldn't be responsible. And I feel like, that should be her call as her conscience telling her that she did something like morally reprehensible. Um, but clearly that's not happening. So by law, he is going to be responsible. Um, I know my father was on child support as well. Um, I won't get into the details of that, but my mom struggled. My mom struggled mm -hmm. very much, especially to have a daughter that is, you know, when it's one thing to, just get your kids by. It's another thing to really try to propel your kids into something that you didn't have. So when you're trying to put your kids in karate or the tutoring that they need or the extra shit that will take them to that next level, it's hard to do by yourself, yeah. one. And that is what parents should be doing. Like, no, it's not okay that you had kids with somebody and you just skated off and didn't do half of your responsibility. Like, I don't I don't agree with that at all. I definitely think that there should be financial repercussions. If you have children out there, things should be split um, as far as people not spending the money. Right. I guess that's what the courts are for. I'm sure they're not perfect, but I think most people on child support, they pay their child support and there's no problems. I think there are people that have extreme cases. Some people, their child support is way too high. It's not fair. It's a bad situation for one of the parties, you know. So, uh, I like I like to raise my hand before I get like, you know I learn. Okay, so my my question my question is: Did you try to I mean you know with your mother uh, with her struggling and everything else? I know she's on her feet now because you're a millionaire. You out there? You say, "Hey, mom, I bought you a house with a chinchilla yes, fur mom. coat." Did you actually go and try to live with your dad? Did you want to live with your dad to kind of keep the you know struggle off of your? Help your no, mother that wasn't bit? an option. I okay, think gotcha. for most people. Living with dad is not an option because dad is not typically the person that's responsible for that. And dad is not going to be up for it. I mean, as we're saying, it's hard enough getting dad to pay child support. And a lot of times dad does have the money. Dad is working. You know what I mean? So the reality of what this looks like is you got a lot of women raising kids on their own unfairly. The burden on them. And you got to remember, it's not always about the money. Yeah, you might be paying out the ass, but I got to spend all my time. I can't date. I don't have friends. I can't go out and drink. I can't go on vacation. These kids get sick. These kids are assholes. These kids drive me crazy. I don't got babysitters. Like, it's always something with kids. So if all you got to do is sit somewhere and write a damn check, a lot of these guys are not doing joint custody. Because if they do joint custody, it's a difference in the child support. That's not like your situation sounds amazing. That's how we want it to work. That's how we want the situation. Dad comes and there's not really a need for financial assistance because dad's getting clothes and food. And when you're sick, dad's going to chip in. And when you have that game, dad's going to be there. It's not always on mom. When you got that book report, dad's good at this part. You know, dad can help you yeah. build your little science projects where it's not always on mom. So if you all you got to do is write a little check. Yeah, your check should be a little higher if that's all you ask got to do. 
Got you. Got you. And I definitely see, and I like discussions like this because you're teaching me something. Damn. Mm-hmm. So there you go. See, you got you to gotta listen to your elders. All right. <laughs> My question I will, Yo, you funny as hell. Uh, question I will ask. Question <laughs> I will ask. Okay. Why do you believe women tend to be more catty or have issues with other women? In your honest opinion. Um, I think that as humans, we want to fight with everything. Okay. We want to fight with things that are similar to us. And we want to fight with things that are polar opposite to us. We want to fight mm-hmm. the person next to us and the person we hurt the person closest to us. Like that's as humans, we are assholes. And I don't think it's so much of a women being catty with each other, because if we think that dudes have this huge solidarity with each other and they, there's never a breaking of bro code and all of that, that's bullshit. It's just mm-hmm. the perception and the talk around it is different. Uh, That's what I think. That's a good answer. What you think? I don't know. The reason I say that is because I would like to have a girl's trip, right? Like, yeah. but I need I need girls first. I would like to have sleepovers, but for whatever reason, all these all these women. No, I had to be sleepovers as a child. Like, like I know. doing no sleepovers. I know, but see, there you go. I want a freaking sleepover. I then you gotta, you got, well, it's technically a sleepover when you guys go on vacation. So don't call it a sleepover because that's probably why they don't want to go. Just say we're going on vacation. <laughs> and then, you know, you guys share the room and, you know, throw a pillow. There's your pillow fight. You know, she's probably not going to throw it back at you, but you had your pillow fight. You know what I mean? I'm thinking for you, I'm thinking ahead so you can knock okay. these little things off. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I guess I think it's just like when it comes to, like, for example, I'll, I'll give you a prime example. Um, you had said earlier when you were telling me your, you know, quick little uh, uh, story, the coming out story or whatever. You had said one of the things people said was like, bitch, where you been or whatever. I hate the B word. Like, I'll, I'll mm. only call you that. I'm going to keep it real with you. I'll only call you that. Like when I had when I was in Daytona and I saw the girl with the bra and she just looked that's I'm like, Man, look at that bitch right there. That's that's when I look at you like I have no respect for you. But as a sister, I don't like I'll say, hey, sis, you know, because yeah. I've had podcasters. And what I typically do is and what I'm doing now. And, and sometimes I don't think to do it. But what I'm doing now is anytime I'm jumping on someone news podcast, I'll let them know prior to recording. Hey, I don't like the B word. Can you not call me that? Because I've had men, straight men and women just up and call me that. And I'm like, men? Yes. Yes. That's weird. Yes. So, so it's like, you know, and I understand that word is like a term of endearment Mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that. But it's like, to me, I just noticed that a lot of women don't have it. They have, they don't have a problem with that. And I've had to cut women off because I'm like, look, I already told you once, why do you keep yeah. on doing it? So my, but it's like, it's like the no respect type of thing. I'd rather you call me nigga. Cause I've called myself head nigga in charge, you know? So I don't even mind yeah. you calling me that type yep. of thing, but I just, I noticed like, even when it comes to venting, I noticed that if you allow a woman to vent about her relationship, she will vent for six months straight to the point. This is what I'll do. As soon as I see her call, she starts talking about, oh boy, or whatever. Hey, my refrigerator is open. Let me call you back. Click. I'll, I'll give them a chance to respond back. You know, yeah. there's a squirrel on my on my porch. I need to go get that squirrel. Click. Like to me, I realize that women, if you allow them to, they will vent nonstop about one thing, right? And with it comes with men. Men will vent about a subject, but they're not gonna, you know, drain your battery down, or it's not gonna be two weeks later. They're still talking about the same thing. You know, I guess I feel more of that close, or maybe the men that you probably get, but the men I've encountered, I've never had that much more of an issue they just seem chill the, the you know the men men they're not some men do have that gossiping that you know in them within them and they don't mind gossiping and pillow talking with whomever but i you know i just noticed that when it comes with women and and um like i'll give you a, a real quick prime example i will do um I, I met um a girlfriend of mine at the time this is like recent like we met each other about a year and a half two years back uh, at my job, really cool. She introduced me to one of her line sisters, and we would just have these three-way talks once or twice out uh, out the month or so. They would talk every day because they're best friends with ones with us. Three-way talks once or twice out the month. It gets to the point where me and the original friend we had. Um, uh, started doing Bible study with each other. Okay, cool. You know, we would talk to each other. We would minister to each other, everything. It also gets to the point where she actually had recently told me, uh, I will say about a month or so ago, she told me like her line sister's like innermost personal secret. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, thank you for trusting me. I mean, it's between you, me and God, whatever. 
So then she sends me a text message weeks later and says, hey, I apologize for, for spreading her business. I don't want to be remembered for that when I die. And I'm like, it's it's okay. I mean, you, you said it, you know, three people can mm-hmm. keep a secret if two are dead. I don't really care. So all of a sudden she blocks me. <laughs> like a few days after that, I said, hey, sis, I'm so proud of your spiritual growth. I gave her a compliment and she blocked me. And I said, well, what exactly just happened? What in the world just happened? But hey, I'm telling you, I've had women, like I'm telling you, I've had women tell me, Kendra, I need space. I'm like, sis, no, 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 no. No, we spent too much time. Okay. Come on. I saw your cooter lip. Okay. It's on. We're together now. Okay. You know what time it is. They just leave me. And then they, they go on about their merry way without like, I need closure, doggone it. But it's okay. You learn, you know, be a thug Listen, about it. I don't know. So you, you've never had like a girl group of friends that was like you were cool with either in school or anything like that? No, ma'am. Not a, well, when I was in not a girl group of friends, maybe the last time I remember us, like three people being friends and most, it was like three, maybe four. No, most it was like maybe five or six, but it was like, I was friends with one person. They brought along their friends, mm-hmm. but then like all five, all it will. The only one who lasted was uh, only one, the, my, the yeah. initial friend who introduced me to them and then we had stopped talking and she randomly hit me and was like Kendra I was in jail for like a year what's up you, you still got the same number I'm like oh wow okay uh, okay cool okay, I don't know girl. you know I don't you- know I mean, I feel like it's hit or miss with people like being okay. a lesbian I've chilled with guy groups and I've chilled with girl groups mm-hmm. so I've been at the barbershop and I know these <laughs> these dudes gossip as a regular it's not mm-hmm. It's not a, it's not the way that the perception is guys always like, that's the talk about guys. Ah, you know, guys are cool when guys do it, you know, bro code and they stick together and da, da, da. Sometimes to uphold patriarchy because it's, you know, it's, it's of interest. Like, yeah. Like when guys say all guys don't cheat and stuff like that. Yeah. You're going to uphold, but, um, now guys definitely gossip it's just different it's just different the way that they gossip a guy will definitely come done come in and run down his entire date and lie that's another thing guys lie out there <laughs> like and they what will you're exaggerate doing. everything everything mm-hmm. you know um but no, I think a lot of this stuff is a lot more equal on both sides than we want to think it is. It just looks a little different. And there's like this whole perception that guys are so laid back and cool and they're not. Guys are very sensitive, very sensitive. That's why it's so easy to hit that, you know, that pride where mm-hmm. something as simple as stepping on a shoe will get you shot. That to me tells me you a sensitive ass nigga. You sensitive, mm-hmm. soft like cupcakes. A sand. You're a sand. Like, yeah, you a, exactly. You a sand. Because why? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That tells me that you're very sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> that's how I see it. But, you know, obviously I have like a different lens because I, I walk a different, you know, type of life. I was going to say your answer, your answer. You know what? I, I Listen, my answer is going to sound like foo-foo, uh, you nah, know, compared to yours. No, nah, you- that's that's your that's your reality. Like you haven't had, you know, relationships with I mean, there's probably something to that, you know, um, but that's your lens. You know what I mean? And that's of real. Of course. All right. All right. Um, are we designed to be monogamous? What do you I think, think that answer is? Oh, wait, is it my turn? Yeah, it is your turn. It is okay. your turn. Um, I believe that we, we th- this is why I look at it, right? I look at it like, yes, you can. But at the same time, you might want to test the waters with other people because you might get bored of this one person. Um, I honestly think that like the more relationships like having multiple kids, it's a lot more responsibility, you know? And I feel like that's the whole point of dating, dating multiple people to see what you like, see this, this is for you. Uh, So I I believe that um, 
we are, but at the same time, it just depends. It's like within yourself, are you unhappy or not? So make you want to say, hey, I want to uh, go and, 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 you know, sow my royal oats and have a person I'm talking to in this state or this city and stuff like that. You know, I don't know. I, I just, I can't be, most guys I ever talked to at one time was like eight. And that was Damn. when I was six. Yes. That oh, was I, I was can't 16. keep my roster like that. That's too heavy. I was 16, honey. I, but guess what? 16? None, of them, uh, not, none of them made the cut because they just all fell to the wayside. But honey, I was a pimp. Okay. My space boyfriends. That's what it was. It was my space. It, it was Facebook. It was the Facebook ones. Okay. <laughs> but yeah but no like i said it's it, to me i think i think we i think we can be monogamous but i think society because certain co- religions and cultures it says it's okay but you know with, with po- polygamy but it's always the man and two women you don't really see a lot of like with women and two men and i'm like right. and i think that also stems from the biblical days you know as well because you know if you notice in the bit in the bible the old testament you know K- king solomon has 700 and 82 concubines at least mm-hmm. 782 it's a lot of women yeah. don't even remember all their names or whatever like don't even like, like and then on top of that you gotta look at like like the jealousy you gotta really be a strong person to be able to um have multiple people and not deal with the the whining and because I, I don't know i'm i can't deal with like being shared you know, that's just, me. Yeah. but unless, but again, again, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Like I said, give me about five, 10 years. If, if I'm still a 40 year old virgin, I'm about to be a whole like, Let me get it there. <laughs> Let me get that's it. That's my answer. That's my answer. Let me get it there. Um, um, I don't, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think we are. I don't think we're designed to be monogamous. Um, I know that there's like a lot of talk about marriage and stuff like that. And some of that comes into religion, but really when you look at, we all know when you look at the actual history of that, it was for, it was property. It was Mm -hmm. to account for property. It wasn't this magical fairy tale, um, of people walking down the aisle and all of that. It was literally transactional. It was a business. Um, and we've fantasized it a little bit. And I, I think now we're, I really believe right now we're going through an awakening. Like if you believe in, you know, um, any astrological, uh, any astrological stuff or like metaphysical type of things, a lot of people of that world believe that we're in like an age of an awakening. And you can kind of see it where there's not just protests in the United States, there's protests all throughout the world, you know, and now we're having a lot of a lot more talk of people saying, see me as I am. I don't want to I don't want to be held to this standard that you've been making up all this time, regardless of whether it has to do with my gender, my sexuality, even my religion, you know, all of these things. I don't want to do your old made up shit no more. I don't believe in it. It's obviously fake. We know that it's a lie. Um, Like a lot of these kids are now saying they don't want to be identified as a gender at all. And this Mm. is children. That non-binary stuff, that's not coming from us. That's coming from younger generations. And it's yeah, just- I, I don't try to talk too much about that because I will like, dep- you know, with people who are in a part of the community, you don't want to say the wrong thing or else. It's not it's even really the wrong thing. Head. Scientifically, if you want to look scientifically, mm-hmm. there is a one there. I think it's a one percent difference between being a man and a woman. It's like one gene or something, the one chromosome or something like that, that's different. Mm -hmm. We are not different as far as like our makeup. And that one thing triggers everything else. Um, Mm -hmm. So even biologically, our brains, like they've studied trans brain, transgender, people who have said that they were transgender, like they didn't, you know, in their body, they've studied their brains and their brains are clearly more aligned with the sex that they said that they're aligned with. So it's it's a lot more to do with like chemical things than I think a lot of people want to realize Mm -hmm. it's gender was made to more so control stuff like girls liking pink is not a thing. We made that up. Guys liking blue is not a thing. And fire trucks and all this stuff that we do to our kids. Don't wear that. You look like a little boy. You're making that shit up. 
because somebody else before you said that men wear pants and before, you know what I mean? So I think a lot of people are busting out of that. And I think monogamy, monogamy is one of those things where people are saying, doesn't this more just come down to the agreement that we have, right? Like even marriage, isn't this just about whatever agreement we have together? Yes. Because marriage don't work. And y'all, they've been putting that on religion for the longest time. Clearly religion isn't as strong as you want to say, because marriage has not worked through the church. Not even for pastors, priests, rabbis. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're good. You really are good, man. You know what it is? I'm an Aquarius. So I just like, I've already, you know, let's do you're, you're... one last, let's do one more question. Okay. And then um, we'll, we'll wrap everything you know up. What? You know what? I want to go. I'm like, I'm, I'm like to hell with with my other questions I was going to ask because that that that's going to be a whole another segment for something. I'm going to ask this one: Do lesbians use protection? That is funny when having sex. I'm going to answer first because I, you know, what's so crazy? I've had I've never had sex with a guy with my throat has, but not my cat. But I've had um, relations with like plenty of women, right? And really? I have. I have, I have, and I guess I'm gonna tell you why. All right, quick, I'll give you a quick backstory why. The reason being is because I've always been told, Kendra, you know, your virginity is sacred. Don't be giving out to these little peanut head boys because a lot, a lot of them will just come for that one thing and they don't, you know, they're not gonna respect you. If they really respect you. They can put a ring on it if they really respect you. Um, make them work for it, right? So I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna make y'all work for it. Then they go out to the harlot down the street who don't have to work at all, you know? And so that was the thing about it. A lot of these guys didn't have, and they still don't have much to offer to me, you know, and I, and I asked for simple things, you know, ask me, did I eat today? Nope. I want to be with you. I feel like we're supposed to be together, sir. What, who told you that? Okay. I don't know where you're feeling that. Did they tell you like, did the same feeling tell you that I'm, I'm hungry? Can you cash at me $10, please? Thank you. Uh, anyway, so back to the story. So during, I think, honestly, anybody should wear protection. Like, you know, like, I want somebody to use a dental dam on me, doggone it. This one time. They, they sell those on Amazon.com, I think. I don't know. Listen, you exactly. know. Exactly, no like, one does. You might look like a great dame, okay? But still, you can protect. It's called protecting yourself. I think, honestly, people need to go to the clinic. Um, And, and you just can't. Because a lot of times, people are nasty, man. A lot of people are asymptomatic. You can't really trust them. I've worked in a doctor's office. So technically, I am a doctor, okay? Dr. Crumb mm-hmm. to you all. So back to the story. I feel like they they do. You know, um, shout out to all the lesbians with small fingers. Uh, anyway, back to the story. So, <laughs> so with that being said, I think it's important to, you know, really figure out, okay, are we, what are we? Are we, are you sleeping around with all these people? Um, but yes, yeah, answer your question. I think they do. Um, but I never did because I'm risky and, and um, I was free spirited, but I'm, a, I can calm down now. Then. Uh, first of all. <laughs> Women are no better at all. Any scenario that you've been through with a guy, you can be through with a, a, a woman. I know that. I know. Especially some of these studs who dress like, who they're basically worse. I mean, like women can be worse because they're also, they, they're women. So they got the attitude of that, mm-hmm. but they got the, they know how to play. You know what I mean? They know men get caught. They're very sloppy about their things, I feel like or it's traditionally like a lot more sloppy men tend to get caught. Women don't tend to get caught as fast women. You know what I mean? So be leery of that, <laughs> but um, no. Well, hey, I got, I got a, I got a quick question before we go ahead and wrap up. All right. Why don't I get a pro like, like I said, I don't get approached at all by women. They'll say, oh, she's pretty. And I'm like, okay, so what's up? Or they be coming trying to grope on me. I'm like, girl, don't make me take you to the family restroom. And I'll be serious. Don't, be, don't you be touching on me. You must want it. So my question to you is, why don't I get hollered at by like the feminine looking women? Or the um, pretty stuff. Like, there are some pretty stuff. Where I was yeah, like, wow. yeah. You know, yeah. how come I don't get hollered at by that? By, by those uh, type of women? Um... I pro one feminine women in the community are not traditionally the ones who step. 
Okay. They will wait. And they will wait to their own detriment. They will wait. Because it's almost like it's taking away that that role that you have. Mm-hmm. If they do. You know what I mean? So most, not all, because you, you know, there's plenty of feminine women that will walk up to you and be like, you are, you know, whatever. But not a lot. Not really. Traditionally, if we're looking at roles and how traditionally it plays out, feminine women will not approach, um, you know, they just won't approach like that. Okay, got the Not answer. What about what, what about the very very attractive studs? What about they don't approach either? You're not putting out gay vibes, maybe. I mean, you're in Atlanta. I don't know, I don't know how to so, do that. Like, I just I, I don't know how to do that. What do you I don't know what, what do you um what do you identify yourself as? Um, this is gonna Great. be the that's the problem. <laughs> no, wait, 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 no, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you the truth. It's it my how I identify myself as is. Um, depends on the day, what I'm feeling. That's, that's like an answer, but not answer. Who would you be in a long-term relationship with for family and all the world to see? Okay. I would be in a long, with men, but because I am just really done and utterly disgusted with men and how they have treated me since childhood, I, I don't know. I feel like this, like the woman, but at the same time, like, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's still like I'm on the fence. I would love, like I said, I would like to marry a man and stuff like that. But at the same time, I kind of have given up on men, to be honest with you. Can I, this may be a little heartbreaking. Go ahead. Keep it real with me, sis. Let's do it. We're family. Go ahead. You are literally like one of the things that lesbians fear the most. Gotcha. And I know that. I've the heard archetype that of what we are terrified of of being in the community because Uh it's this tester person that is not necessarily coming out or finding themselves but more so just utilizing the community to soothe what was going on before because what may happen is someone and this is a real thing because girls they we move fast I mean Mm -hmm. I don't move fast I'm usually you know, slowing the process down, but Mm -hmm. women move fast. So a woman would fall in love with you. If they catch feelings, it's going to be fast. And, you know, you could potentially really hurt someone because they're not thinking the way you're thinking. They're thinking, well, she's with me. She's going to stay with me. Like, this isn't something that she's just waiting for the right nigga to come by. But you're waiting for the right nigga to come by. <laughs> no, um, no, I, I appreciate no, your you honesty. Do it, but just be open. No, 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 of course. And that's why I'm be all about communication. About I'm all about how I'm t- telling you this information. I'll let them know. And it's up oh, to don't them worry. I'm going to put out the back call. So you ain't going to be getting no more dates. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've never, no been on one. I, I never would have been on one. But no, thank you for at least answering that. Because I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how to put out gay vibes. I don't know what that means. I don't, you know, so. I think, um, you know, your best bet is probably just changing how you're finding men. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I have so many guy friends. They're the, yo, they are the bomb. Mm-hmm. And nobody wants, like, they find it, it's so hard for them. They have the same problems you have. People playing with them, playing with their emotions, saying they want something that they don't. People, I've seen good guys get stolen from and like robbed. You know what I mean? Like just, they deal with the same things. And there's some cuties out there. Like, you know, keep hope alive. No, of course. Just just check back Don't with me in any five years. Serial killers. Because then Look. I got to come behind you. And I got to try to date that damn girl. You know listen, what I mean? Listen, just five And now years. she's all emotionally broken. Texting me uh-huh. 18,000 times because she doesn't believe I'm just at my grandmom's house. Oh, you know what I mean? It's hurt people. I think what it comes down to at the end of the day is it's hurt people, hurt people. And I think people need to just be open and honest. I'm all about communication, no matter how hard it is, you know, and stuff like that. So thank you for your help. You are, you're, you have a gift and a calling. You are great with answering right. questions. I bet you know who actually really shot Tupac. So I do. Okay. I actually do. All right. I pre- I believe it. Thank you so much for being on the show. Listen, we gotta, we gotta make this maybe like a quarterly thing. We just answer. Yeah, well, 
and once every time a season changes, that you're more than welcome to come on my podcast. It's called the Kendra Crump Show. Okay. We do naked podcasts. What does that mean? It's um, audio only via Zoom. Okay, you have to be naked. That's the key word. That the screen has to be off. Okay, because because there are other people on there. I don't know if you want to show them the goods. They haven't worked for it. Okay, but we do it every Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that episode comes out. Uh, within like an hour later. So make sure you all please subscribe, you know, and and just come on whenever, any Friday that you want, let me know. All right. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, sis. Have a good one. You too. Well, there it is, guys. Thank you so much for checking out another episode of the Spicy Pecan Podcast. Make sure you like this video. And if you aren't already, subscribe to the show. Thank you for listening to Spicy Pecan Podcast. This is a wonderful media production.